You're listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast, now on Google Play. With Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. This podcast was recorded live at Natural Products Expo West in Anaheim, California. Welcome to a Healthy Insider Podcast. I'm Sandy and I am on site at Natural Products Expo West in Anaheim 2019. And I am super excited to be sitting here with the founder and CEO of a company that just won the best new pantry food in (laughs) Nexties. His name is Ibrahim Basir. He is, as I mentioned, the founder and CEO at A Dozen's Cousins. Uh, And he was honored for uh, authentic regional beans. So first off, Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we we love this product for, for many reasons. Uh, um, it's A Dozen's Cousins is a natural food brand that makes convenient meal products inspired by black and Latino recipes. So these are the, the beans are the ready to eat beans that are cooked in avocado oil. Um, they were actually launched at Expo East 2018 last September. Um, And the big focus of this brand is it's multicultural and focus on millennials who who want to have the the flavors that they grew up with, but also less of the highly processed foods of your um, they want brands that have authenticity. They like the cooking from scratch and these beans marry all all three of these uh, and more of course so i'm super excited to talk about uh, the product ideation formulation etc so first um why is it so important that a dozen's cousins focus on the multicultural landscape that i was just talking about yeah you know before i started this brand i have been working in the natural food industry for a while and, and food has always been a passion of mine um, and there weren't many brands that i felt um, kind of represented the foods that I ate growing up, um, mm-hmm. and, and even more than that, that that really felt like they spoke to me in terms of, you know, the language and the way we even speak about food around like taste and flavor and seasoning. Um, I didn't quite see it in the marketplace, and so when I, you know, when I started thinking about the brand, what I knew I wanted to do was create something that would kind of um, appeal to more diverse consumers, consumers like myself that maybe um, didn't necessarily feel that same connection with kind of the current brands that are out there. Um, and so, you know, that's the hope. That's the hope with the brand that we can kind of connect with a, a wider audience. And what I see with A Dozen's Cousins is it's, it's like food as part of culture and not this like separate process, like clinical thing. You know, it's it's about family and like the flavors you, you remind you of home. That's 100 percent right, man. And it's funny that you say that because that's literally like something that I tell all the partners that we work with is around like you can't separate food from culture. You know, we mm-hmm. think about art. We think about fashion music design color um you know as we as we talk about stuff as a brand like we think of all those things as just being kind of almost inseparable Mm -hmm. just melded together you know you can see that from our instagram and our website and even just the way we talk about the products so i agree 100 percent. so there's there's many many foods you could have offered so why why beans yeah it's funny because um you know we started really ideating around the the problem that i just articulated a few minutes Mm -hmm. ago and so we were pretty open in terms of what the what the first product should be and Mm -hmm. and we ultimately landed on beans because um, i felt like it was the perfect combination between taste 
health and culture you mm-hmm. know um, beans obviously high in protein high in fiber tons of vitamins and minerals um, but they also have the ability to be like really delicious if you cook mm-hmm. them right um, mm-hmm. and, and you know on top of that um, there's this really strong cultural connection with beans in the in the cultures that I was talking about so from like the southern US down through the Caribbean and into Latin America um, every region has a bean that they take really personally mm-hmm. right whether that's a Cuban black bean it's a red bean in Louisiana or um, a chickpea in, in Trinidad or a pinto bean in Mexico ago like these are recipes in some cases have been passed down multiple generations mm-hmm. where you have family members that compete about who can cook it the best and so um, I just felt like with beans we were going to be able to tap on something that was both emotional and also really functional from a health perspective mm-hmm. so you decided on beans and then what how did take me through the process like did you have any formulation challenges how did you overcome them how long did this process take from ideation to to finished product yeah, so first of all, from start to finish, we're about a year. So uh-huh. I, I started working on this brand kind of full-time about a year ago. Um, we launched it, you know, Expo East and started selling, I guess, nine months into that process. And, and you know, today here we are a year where we're actually producing and shipping mm-hmm. in, in stores. Um, so that's the first part of that question. Second, in terms of formulation, um, the cool thing about these products, honestly, is that these are recipes that are known. You know what I mean? Like a Cuban black bean is not a mysterious thing. You can mm-hmm. go to um, any number of people's homes and, and find them being cooked and they'll taste mm-hmm. very similar um, to what we have in our package. And so we approach the formulation process less about like coming up with this totally different flavor and more about like how do we push the ingredient quality to the edge right mm-hmm. and so you know sticking with the Cuban black beans as an example um, that product is traditionally made using vinegar and sugar um, and instead we use apple cider vinegar and then a little bit of tomato paste so that we could have that same balance of kind of sweet and bitter mm-hmm. um, but with no added sugar and a super clean ingredient deck mm-hmm. um, and there are a few other places throughout the products where we've done something similar you know for our Mexican pinto beans you know we use real green chilies jalapeno um, uh, diced tomatoes. Uh, We didn't use, you know, dried garlic powder or dried onion powder mm-hmm. or some of the other things that we could have done um, to you know either cut costs or um, to make it easier to run we, we kind of stuck with the, the the way you would cook this if you did it in your house so why the avocado oil and not something else like lard or what other, other fats you'd normally see in the, with beans yeah so there were two reasons for that um, and thank you for asking the first is the, and, and everyone who cooks in their home knows this oil makes food taste better right mm-hmm. so if you think about kind of the power of sauteing onions and garlic and spices um, we use oil first and foremost um, as part of the the flavor of the products right it's not like a functional ingredient that we, you know we're trying to deliver a certain number of grams of fat or mm-hmm. anything like that we use it to help maximize the taste um, and then with that said we said okay well if we want if we know we're going to use oil uh, what's the best oil that we can use and so we went with avocado because um, the refining process is pretty simple right it kind of just squeeze it out right mm-hmm. um, it has um, healthy fat um, and we just felt like it was a good oil to use for this application it also doesn't have a very heavy taste right and so um, if you taste the beans the spices um, and the ingredients shine through you don't necessarily have some of those oil notes that you'll get with like you know maybe an olive oil or uh, some other notes Mm -hmm. uh, other oils that have really strong flavors Mm-hmm. Great. So besides for providing these awesome beans, like what else are you and your company doing to, to give back to the community that supports you? Yeah. So, you know, um, it's really important to us around the same time that we started thinking about the brand as a way to kind of reach out to more diverse consumers. Um, we, you know, internally, we just spent a lot of time thinking about, OK, well, 
we can reach, for example, you know, diverse millennial consumers who kind of understand the value of eating better and that are willing to pay a premium. You know, we can reach those consumers through the product and the brand. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a whole nother group of consumers that either couldn't afford these products or wouldn't necessarily um, know that these are products they should be seeking out. And they were just as important to us from a brand. And mm -hmm. so what we said was we'll take kind of a two prong approach. Right. So in addition to the brand and products, uh, we also want to do kind of um, some social impact. And we're partnering with an organization now um, in Austin called the Happy Kitchen, um, La Cocina Alegre, and they teach um, health and nutrition courses to um, underserved communities in the Austin area. Um, and so the, the reason we love this program, first of all, it's a six-week um, kind of institute where they walk you through um, some basics of nutrition, different recipes, kind of give tips and tricks on how to eat more locally, um, how to, you know, make recipes a bit healthier. Um, the thing that we love about them is that they really focus on culture as a driving point, right? And mm -hmm. so you can imagine, for example, swapping out you know fried catfish for baked catfish or mm -hmm. um you know adding more vegetables when you're cooking tacos you know the mm -hmm. goal was how do we take foods that um these communities are already preparing and kind of make them healthier so that was one reason we love the program um the second is the fact that they actually have um, former students come back and teach the courses. Oh, um, fabulous. So, yeah, it's really cool. So the classes um, are taught by people who actually finished the program on their own. They went back and completed training. And so you can imagine now if you're a student in the class, you're looking at someone that looks like you, mm -hmm. that sounds like you, that was in the same position you were maybe mm -hmm. a few months ago. And so there's just that social reinforcement that we think is really strong. So uh, we're super excited about it. We're actually sponsoring two courses this spring, one in Spanish, one in English. Um, and we're pumped. You know, the goal is like, uh, you know, 50 years into the future of this brand, ideally we'll be able to look at the data and see there are no health disparities based on someone's socioeconomic background, right? And so today that's not the case. If you are mm -hmm. um, black, brown, um, poor, you're very likely to be or more likely to be overweight, um, have high blood pressure, um, suffer from diabetes and mm -hmm. a whole host of diet-related illnesses. And so, you know, as a brand, we just feel like we can do something to help change change those statistics. Yeah, that's awesome. I just got goosebumps when you said that because it's you, like man. such Thank a good you. such a good vision. Um, and you know, I, I believe you can do it. I believe we can do it. Thank you very much, man. So you said it. the next 50 years. So what's next in the next one year or five years? Yeah, you know, right now we're really focused on on Bean, right? We're, we're a new brand. We started shipping in January. And so uh, we're just really laser focused on getting into to retailers and sharing the brand story, right? We um, have a really heavy focus on e-commerce. So you can find the products on Amazon. Uh, we're starting to kind of expand out into the natural channel. Um, and we think ultimately as a brand, we can kind of help solve some of the challenges around mealtime more broadly. Right. And so beans, obviously, the first platform. Um, but we think it's a really rich problem area. If you talk about people who want to have um, really authentic foods, pass their tradition on to their children and share it with their loved ones. Uh, but at the same time, eat better. Um, you can imagine a really um, a really rich pipeline of innovation. And, and we're excited mm -hmm. eventually to kind of to get there as well. Excellent. Well, we will definitely be be watching and see what you. you do next. Thank you. Um, so how big is your family? Yeah, so I I have um, nine siblings. Mm -hmm. um, I have eleven nieces and nephews. And when my daughter was born, she was the twelfth cousin, and that's uh -huh. actually where the brand name comes from—a dozen cousins. So I, I do come from a big family, um, and I have to say I, I feel like I've reclaimed my spot as the number one uncle uh, <laughs> because now uh, now all my nieces and nephews they can see that picture on the back of the uh, on the back of the package. Which oh is yeah, really cool. definitely solidified yeah, your, your, you. <laughs> your place there. That's great, and I love the concept of that because it's not—it's of course as we've been talking about, it's all about the culture and your family and where you came from, but it's also about uh, the next the next generation. And it's not about uh, your cousins; it's about your 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 daughter's cousins. That's really so cool. that's fabulous. So thank you so much for joining me today, and congratulations again on the Nixty Award. Thank you very much for having me. 
For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the health and nutrition industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud account.